Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, I've got to tell you, Rick has been busting at the seams, but he keeps saying, I'm going to let Trey say that. Oh, I'm going to let Trey say that. <laughs> I told him, I said, I wasn't What am I going to say? Yeah. He did tell me that. I saw him. I saw it. Yeah, Rick and I ran each other at Sam Pittman's press conference today. So um, I don't think I have uh, exclusive <laughs> access to that information. <laughs> well, I don't get to go very often, although I appreciate it's interesting. Rick. Yeah, it's interesting uh, with um, practices now being moved to morning, that makes it easy for yeah. you to do all that and be on the show with us, so that's good. It makes everything a lot easier. I mean, mm-hmm. family life, doing the mm-hmm. show. I mean, yeah. you know, my family's not at home <laughs> during the day um, a lot of times, so nighttime is when you, you like to do that, so uh, hang out with family. So um, in fall camp, I mean, I'm not complaining. I understand. I've, I've, I've had hard work before. I've, I've done that. But uh, fall camp is, for media people, a bit of a grind. It's 25 practices in 29 days. Uh, it can be a lot, especially, um, you know, when you get to the end of it and, you know, you're, you're starting off at, you know, 2.50 with camp and then 5 o'clock press conference. And then generally I find myself working until, you know, 1 o'clock or later. Uh, just getting everything ready because we like to to overdo it and overanalyze everything that we do at Hog Sports. So uh, it'll be nice to be able to get an earlier start on that and maybe have more normal working hours during fall camp. Yeah, I, th- I thought this maybe was Sam knowing you. Uh, we like to have you at five o'clock on Drive <laughs> yeah, Time Sports. Him. Yeah, yeah, I told him. So it was going to mess up our schedule. Yeah. so he agreed to move it to Thank the morning. You. Thank you. That, that's what I thought. <laughs> I just didn't hear anybody say that, but I thought, well. Thanks, Sam. Now, it does switch back to 4.30 once you get into school. Yes. And that is uh, beginning on Monday the 21st. So, so I can understand. So, so, Trey, the only two things I've shared from the press conference was that um, Hudson Clark Hudson Clark added 12 pounds because somebody yep. called in and asked about Hudson Clark, so about his appearance last night at the, show, at the deal in Little Rock, too. And then I did share that the indoor center is being air-conditioned. And, you know, yes. it's funny. I remember when it was built, and I remember specifically Coach Broles didn't enter air conditioning because it was very expensive to enter uh, to air conditioning yeah. at that time. Still, it probably still is. But I hadn't thought about the advantages of being able to cool that building that Sam Pittman pointed oh, yeah. out. Yeah. When that building, it, when it's hot outside and you're, you know, you don't have the doors open especially, it can get very, very muggy inside yeah. that building. Mm-hmm. There's a few things that, you know, everybody built those around the same time and there's a few things that you know from a design standpoint that you would do differently you would add maybe you know five ten yards extra to each end just so because the end zone's right there and it's like an end zone and then there's a few yards and there's a wall so Mm -hmm. you know if you want to throw uh you know passes to the corner of the end zone or the back of the end zone or something you know you could you could have some problems so uh, there's a few things like that that they could do differently now last year they basically brought in air conditioning units and and put them over the doors and sealed up the doors kind of like you would buy you know like at an 
you know, an apartment or something hanging out the window. Mm-hmm. They kind of had but a massive version of that. Uh, wow. So it's it's Pittman's been, you know, talking about it for a couple of years now that he'd like to, if he could have anything, he'd like to have air conditioning in that unit. And, you know, it's not like it used to be in the old days. We talked about this the other day where, uh, you know, you're just – putting them to work and just they're limping into the season because you're working them so hard you want to keep these guys fresh you want to monitor them yeah. you want to get the best out of them every day and you know that's one reason you're moving to morning practices is because we've got some projections up to 103 degrees this week so uh you know you don't want to put them out in, in too much heat and wear them down you want to get some good work out of them hey but next week's a lot nicer it's back in the yeah. 80s again so maybe we'll get some rain nice. yeah that'd be good it's been a while i can't even remember <laughs> when it's rained that'd be good too now i thought his best line of the day because it might not come up so if it doesn't i'm, I'm going to share it is the line on sanders you asked him i think if yeah he's comfortable with 242 pounds and sam's response go ahead if you want to respond go ahead what did he say well, he said something like i mean where are you going to take it off of him no I mean, he, you pinch him said, and there's no fat there's nothing yeah, he said if you pinch him there's no fat he said the only way to reduce his wave is to cut him is to cut him yeah, <laughs> because, because there's there's no there's no fat on him. Two forty two. Uh, so I was going back and watching some videos of Rocket, and uh, there's I can't remember who posted it. Somebody on Twitter, but there was one of the videos I was looking at was just a quick clip of him on a run against Ole Miss. It was called back, and you just you see how fast he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was listed at two twenty seven last year. Um, he might have been a little bit heavier than that as the season progressed. I mean, some of these weights are hard to keep track of. You, you mentioned Hudson Clark's up twelve pounds. Well. In the spring, he was listed at what 182 pounds. Now he's 188, uh, so 12 pounds from when exactly? I guess, <laughs> I guess you he know went last down season. to 176 then, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's good for Hudson because you know he's playing safety, and that was a problem for him sometimes. You know, just filling filling a gap, just getting knocked back on his feet, uh, and and maybe that'll give him a little bit extra boost there. We did. I, I think it's interesting. Al Walcott is going to play safety also, so that sounds like maybe their answer at at safety, we had originally thought he would probably play nickels, but it looks like maybe they've got some extra, some, some different plans at nickel. Um, but with Rocket, somebody posted about this just going back, all the Razorbacks that had, you know, a ton of success. And, you know, you got Alex Collins was about 216, and Darren McFadden played about 212. And, you know, there's not a lot of 200 and 42-pound packs. There's not any at Arkansas. Rakeem Boyd was like 206. How big was um, Nile? Nile Davis. Nile, Nile was probably 220, 220 something. Yeah. yeah, really. 22 or something. Wow, he yeah. looked bigger than that. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's still pretty good size. Nile's yeah. 5'10. <laughs> you know, that's so. true. Rocket, Rocket is listed at 6'2, I believe. So he's he's you know tall like McFadden, but McFadden. Um, you know, McFadden didn't carry a lot of weight in his legs, um, and Nile does, and so that's that's obviously going to make a big difference. But uh, all those guys are big. I mean, Dominic Johnson's 250. Um, you know, they're they're all pretty good sized backs. I mean, you don't you don't see many teams with two guys that can really play that are 240, 250 in the backfield. The whole team's big. It's a big team. The whole team is pretty good sized group. So very much so. All right, uh, this real quick, then we'll go to Charlie. But this from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback from Larry. It says, trade the position I am concerned with this year is our O-line. Lots of guys with no experience. Also surprised with the lack of 2024 O-line commitments. Please tell me Pittman 
has some others on his radar. There are some more on the radar. I think, you know, they'd like to sign four in every class, as Pittman has said. Uh, talking to Danny, he says don't close the book on Jaquan, Jaquan McCrory, who's committed to Oregon. He's from Alabama. He's committed way out to Oregon. Uh, Arkansas definitely felt finished second for him. Looked like they'd finished first. But Oregon apparently has a pretty high number of recruits who commit to them and then decommit just so far away. So that would be one to keep an eye on continuously. They have two commitments in the class already, so – um, we'll see how it shakes out there. I, I don't think you're, um, you know, wrong to be concerned about the offensive line. I mean, there's newness, and newness is a concern when you don't know what you've got. Now, Joshua Braun, who's, I guess, the biggest starter on the offensive line, he's, what, 6'6", 246, something like that, or excuse me, 346, something like that. Uh, he's a big dude. And I thought, you know, he started seven games for Florida a year before last where the new coaching staff didn't play last year, um, but has like 700 snaps um, under his belt at Florida. So he's played a decent bit, was committed to Pittman at Georgia, and then Pittman left for Arkansas job, and he transferred to, to Florida. And then they had a coaching change. He transferred out of Florida and came back and found Pittman at Arkansas. Uh, he's look, He looks like the projected guy at right guard. I think there's – I think they're pretty well set on the interior with Latham, Limmer, um, and and Braun. And then it's about finding out if these guys are – and apparently Devon Manuel was – I'm guessing he was lighter than 310. That's what he was listed what? at. But yeah, I'm guessing in the spring he was lighter than 310. Just the way Pittman was talking about it, he was listed at 310. But I'm guessing he was a good bit lighter because now he's up to 310 the way Pittman – put it so uh he was six nine like 390 pounds yeah he, yeah he first Where'd arrived at arkansas yeah well he needed to lose it <laughs> he was uh he was carrying a lot in the upper half uh but uh apparently he dropped down below that 310 mark and is back up to 310 so uh, it'll gracious. be we'll see how he looks um they 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 consider him and Patrick Kudis, I think, especially as being "quote unquote" ultra talented, so he feels good about the the guys there. It's just about figuring out who's you know who are the best, absolute best options for them at tackle. Uh, but I'm 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 with him. I mean, on offense, I, I I would say those tackle spots, you know, just concern you because there's youth and and there's unknown there. Uh, I, I, I feel pretty good about where they are everywhere else on offense. I think they're going to be – I think they're going to find out that they have some real weapons at tight end in the passing game in addition to some of these wide receivers. They brought in some of the guys that are coming back like Isaiah Sedania. Of course, we know what they have at running back and quarterback. Um, you know, and then you flip it over to the defense. I think it's the secondary that, you know, gives you a little pause. And um, there are 133 teams in – Division one now, so it is possible to be worse than they were last year. There was 131 last year, but I think they're going to take a step in the right direction. I think they've done some good work. Uh, I like the idea of Lorando Johnson possibly working at safety too, um, but that's something that I'm really interested to follow, how they shake things up in the secondary. Uh, and I agree with them. I think they are a little heavier, you know, a little deeper at corner with the work that they did in the offseason with Lorando Johnson, Jaheim Singletary, Ladarius Bishop coming back, Nudie McLaughlin, um, Jalen Braxton, you know, how long before he comes on. So I think they're a little deeper there at corner, and 
um, I would agree with him on that. And uh, safety, they got to they just got to figure out how to get the best combination out there. I think right now, and and Walcott's probably not going to try it out with the first group on the first day since he was a transfer. He was there in the spring, but he didn't practice. But I think eventually you're going to see him take over one of the starting spots. Guy had 80 tackles last year for Baylor, um, and they were the second best secondary, second best pass defense in the in the Big 12 last year. So I guess you you'd start out with him and Hudson Clark, and you know if they're talking about putting snacks out there too, then uh, you might be talking about you know the two Baylor guys playing safety for you. Let's talk with uh, Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I got a couple. Trey, I I tell you what, every time I hear snacks, uh, I don't think about safety. I think about old big dude that used to play for, uh, uh, I can't remember, Harrison. I can't remember his first name. Marcus Harrison. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I think of when you say that. But hey, I'm not so sure that Snacks is a warranted nickname. I mean, he he seems to like it and adopted it. But I mean, he brought he brought snack he brought some hot Cheetos one day into a meeting, and so I mean, I bring snacks. Somebody want to? I mean, that's gonna be snacks. You know, I don't know if that's enough. That's what I was thinking uh, yeah. to get a nickname. When you said snacks, Randy thinks of double bees. Gas it, grab you know, it, and go. Well, I think a cool thing that Sam did say about and you guys brought up Rocket. I mean, that's hilarious how he put it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you're talking about backs that have had success here, but I mean, we're, he's right. I mean, if this is, if as long as he's able to keep the speed and, and be at that weight, then let's 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 go for it. I mean, two forty two, and you, what are you going to do? Cut it off of him? I mean, he was yeah. pretty honest about it. So, I, mean, I think I Razorback fans, though, with a little, you know, that's been around a little bit, have mm-hmm. maybe some PTSD yes. from oh, yeah. like, like yes. Cedric Cobbs. I'll never forget in that Hooten's magazine that he said he wanted to get to 240 and run a 4-2. And I just remember thinking, mm. <laughs> didn't, didn't match up. Seems like it? a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. And that makes sense. But I mean, hey, man, I mean, however you're built, let's, let's get you. I think the good thing about this strength staff is. Every position, they're going to get them where they need to be at their best, whether it be their strength, their speed, and I think that's something you're going to see. And obviously you are seeing. But, you know, another thing that he talked about that I think is key is being too deep on the offensive line, hopefully it it would be a great thing because he did make a good point. If you could figure that out in camp and not have to move, you know, somebody went down at left tackle or, right tackle or center, you don't have to move Kudis in the, inside the center. Or you don't have to move whoever over to left tackle. Yeah. If you can yeah. If you can figure that out in camp, that's that's a great thing. And I and I know we have questions at tackle. But everybody has to make their first start. He's made that point and I know we've been we've been, you know, kinda we've had experience the last few years. But everybody has to make their first start and we, we kinda just don't know. Same thing with the D-line. To be too deep on that and with all – you've made the point, Trey. They're so old. I mean, I mean, just the veteran group that they have over there, I'm, I'm excited. Just the depth on both lines of scrimmages. I'm hoping on the offensive line they can put it all together, girl. All together in camp. Anyway, Joe, have a good one. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, uh, Charlie. Yeah. You'd rather – if you have a player out, you'd definitely rather make one move than two. And he's absolutely right. I've heard many coaches say that over the years. But Arkansas has had to do that in the past since Pittman's been here. It's been, um, you know, basically moving Brady Latham and Bo Lemmer around to, to fill uh, the gas. I'm not 
totally closed on the idea of if they don't feel like they've got the tackle, the answer tackle, uh, to go ahead and move Latham over to left tackle and maybe or manual to right or, you know, keep Kudus at right or something like that, just depending on who's the next best guy. But if they don't feel like they've got the guy, the man at left tackle, um, I'm pretty sure Latham can play that spot and, and do well there. So maybe that's an answer that they look at, but I think they would prefer to keep him at his more natural position, which is guard. Let's talk with JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, Trey. Trey or, or, or Rick, you may know a little bit about this. With the with the young guy who had committed to Arkansas from Memphis and tragically lost his life, um, do the Razorback still bring that family into the Razorback family and and give them privileges as if uh, he had made made it? Dion Stutz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any question yeah. that you that you talk about him as part of the class. Uh, you introduce him when that class signs as part of the class. Uh, absolutely, I think. And his mother's made it clear on social media. I've seen her, you know, post about it. You know, Dion only wanted to take one official visit. Uh, he knew he was 100% Arkansas, and uh, yeah, I think you 100% honor him as being a member of that of that class, an honorary member however you want to phrase it but uh yeah no question and i would say that if right. his parents want tickets to a game they will get yeah. them for him absolutely i think so too okay i, I wanted to hear all right appreciate it thank you jojo all right Trey, we're about to run out of time uh but i'll throw this in real quick hog fan man says please ask trey if he has any reports on donovan witten's progress he is a preferred walk-on uh, I, w- I will assume he will report on Thursday, start practicing, but uh, I don't know if he's been on campus anytime yeah. for summer school or not. Linebacker from Arkadelphia. I've got it at 126 players on Arkansas's roster, and they can have 120 this year, which is better uh, for camp. Um, so there's only six that aren't going to be there. I'm not sure if Witten is – one of those six but there's like 40 walk-ons so it's quite a quite a large number thank you trey